goes it? Goes all right. As well as it can. And tonight, we're taking another listener suggestion that we are doing the movie Creep. Creep is a found footage film. Uh, I think people will know the most famous couple of found footage films would be uh, Blair Witch Project. Uh, what's the other one? Paranormal Activity. It's uh, movies that are made to look like it's the characters just are like regular people and they're walking around with a camcorder or, or you know some sort of digital recording device or just their iPhone or something. Baby monitors. Baby monitors, right. It's, it's made to look kind of like a documentary, but not like by a documentarian filmmaker, just by like a random person. So um, those are like the most common found footage films, I think. Uh, and this one, it's, it's not a genre I, there's a ton of, and the ones that there are, they vary in quality a lot, you can imagine, because when you're doing this style, you need to have, you know, really good story or really good characters or a lot of, like, you have to keep the tension going. Uh, usually they have to be shorter just because, like, the style lends itself to being really hacky and boring uh, unless it's done really well. So this is one of the few found footage films that has pretty high uh, critical and user reviews. Uh, I've seen this once before. Uh, yeah, I've seen this one once before. Uh, Nicole and Jess, have either of you seen this before? I'll start with you, Nicole. Negatory. I've seen all the. I've seen uh, Paranormal Activity. That one's pretty stupid. So I didn't know what to expect going into this. But um, yeah, that's not my favorite either. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, I didn't even know it was this genre. Um, I knew nothing about it going into it. This is from listener Johnny. He sent us a couple of suggestions in before, and uh, he's got basically a big list. So, Johnny, thank you. We're going to do Creep is actually a duology. Uh, There's Creep and Creep 2. So, next week we will be doing Creep 2 as a follow up. Uh, We don't always do that, but they're short 70 minute movies. They're available both on Netflix, uh, and we we haven't done a found footage movie. So, I think it's a good a time as any when we have no theater reviews to just keep taking the listener suggestions. So, the plot. The plot of Creep is uh, this. When a videographer answers a Craigslist ad for a one-day job in a remote mountain town, he finds his client is not at all what he initially seems, to say the least. Um, So if you have not seen Creep, like I said, it is on Netflix right now. It's a quick watch if you like found footage films, horror movies, um, suspense thriller kind of stuff, uh, anything like that. It's it's definitely an indie low-budget uh, you know, it's on Netflix. Uh, if you have any interest, uh, we're going to spoil it now. We rate things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. There are basically only two characters in this, plus a voice or two. Uh, you have Joseph, who is uh, the subject of this of this <laughs> movie, and you have Aaron, who is our, I guess for all intents and purposes, our protagonist. Uh, Aaron is a videographer who has answered a job online advertisement to uh, to basically film this guy, uh, for a thousand dollars, he doesn't know any of the details. That's all we really know is he's getting a thousand dollars to film somebody for something. Uh, so he has to go to a remote cabin in the woods, and uh, after some uh, early antics, he is greeted by Joseph, played by Mark Duplass, who I think people will recognize. He's a pretty recognizable actor, also a director. Um, and he is uh, he is the titular creep. He is a very odd, weird man. Um, he has a lot of problems. Uh, he, he is off-putting. He asks basically for Aaron to document his final days, uh, as he has an inoperable brain tumor. He thinks he's going to die, so he's asking him to basically record him, 
so that his uh, unborn son, his wife, he claims is pregnant, uh, and uh, this for the unborn son in the future to learn about his father. Um, then we learn that that's not all really true, and it becomes kind of a stalkery situation. So I think that's enough to start with. Uh, Nicole, what do you think yeah. of the what do you think of the plot of Creep? Yeah, um, I mean, the plot's pretty straightforward. Um, you can already tell, like from the immediate five minutes like the fact that this guy found a craigslist ad and he's gonna go to this like random place in the woods i'm already like okay you're a dumbass (laughs) um (laughs) you know just the uneasy feeling that you get right in the beginning when he's waiting for whoever the person is to come greet him and he jump scares him at the car window Mm -hmm. so you're like okay this guy's already goofball um but i mean i i didn't mind the plot i thought it was fun if you want to say that because you know it's pretty it's a little unexpected of of what's going to happen um i'm not really inclined to ask questions during this type of thing but i know that i asked brennan a couple questions because i was a little anxious i wanted to know what was going on uh so that's Mm -hmm. a good sign for me I like the the play of the characters with each other. Um, I like that we get a little bit of a twist uh, in the sense that it's not just some, like, oh, poor me filmmaker. He actually takes a stand against him for himself, you know, that we'll talk about when, when he's looking for his car keys. So, um, all, all together, I mean, I thought it was average, which is fine with me. I'm going to give it a three. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, I agree with Nicole. I think it was average. I'll probably give it a 3-5. Watching it, I was never really like, what's going to happen next or what's it going to do this time? But it did go by kind of fast because when I went through it and I like paused at the 30-minute mark, I was like, whoa, I thought it was just like 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Like that one, we're almost like halfway done here. Mm-hmm. Um, So the pace was pretty good. Um, And I didn't know going into it, it was this kind of movie. I, I really had... um. I didn't even know actually what it was at all. I think I saw it was like horror-ish. And I really like... Yeah. Yeah. And I really like Mark. um, So I thought it was going to be something that I enjoyed. And I didn't... There's not really much to think about either. It's not a movie where you sit and think like, oh, I wonder how it like this is going to happen. I think I just watched it in the present time and just enjoyed it. And some parts were funny and some parts were predictable. But overall, I, I think it was average. I uh I guess I'm gonna have to tip my hand pretty early. I've seen both Creep and Creep Two before. Uh, I've seen Creep Two a couple times actually. I really like that one when we get to it. But uh, I don't like I said earlier. I don't like the found footage do- uh, genre as a whole. And I think this is probably the best found footage movie I've seen. Um, it's short. It's got a- only a few characters. It's creative with its filmmaking that it- when it has to be. And the plot. It like like you said, Jess. Like it's a short movie, but it really does. It zips. Like you don't. In a lot of times, when you watch a found footage movie, you can feel like it's dragging, and you're just like, "Oh my god, we're oh, still yeah. doing this." But this one doesn't do that, and it's very it's very good at just flying by and keeping you engaged. And yeah, the plot isn't uh, the, maybe the 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 strongest thing in the movie, although I think it's pretty solid. It starts with you're just trying i mean you're enjoying it and you're trying to figure out this this joseph guy because he's got all this weird stuff so we will talk about some of the things he does he his first thing other than talking about uh his cancer scare uh is well i just want to say real quick on on that note that you're you're so right about um this not really 
dragging its feet like most of these found footage films do. Like, I'm just thinking right off the top of my head, like, when we, when you watch Paranormal Activity or something like that, and 45 minutes of it is nothing happening in the footage, and we have to fast forward through it, not ourselves, they do it as a part of the plot, mm-hmm. um... And I'm like, this, the, they're trying to build anticipation, but it doesn't come off that way to me. It comes off as, oh my God, this is so boring. Please just have the guy jump out already or whatever. <laughs> um, so that's why I, that's why I think this one works better because they don't bullshit around with that type of thing. You know, we didn't wait a long time to see Joseph in the mask. We didn't wait a long time to see what happened when he shows up to the lake. Like, right. I like that. Yeah, I hundred percent. It's it's. I'll give this the plot a three five. Um, and yeah, the character of of Joseph, uh, who I don't even really think that's his real name. Especially after after we watch Creep Two next week, I think you guys are gonna. There's a lot more that that goes into, and in, in as far as the the mythos behind this man. Um, but he, you know, he's he plays it all over the place, but he always seems collected. He starts with the the bathtub theme, tubby time, uh, and he's it's you know it's just just horribly. <laughs> disturbing he's he's pretending his child is there and he's like and he's making all like the cutesy voices but he's completely nude in the tub with with the with the with poor aaron and then he go he escalates to the mask uh what's the mask's name uh he, he calls it uh, oh, like buttercup peach, or something no peach fuzz peach fuzz <laughs> peach fuzz the friendly wolf <laughs> Um, who it was, we, our understanding of peach fuzz evolves as the film goes. It starts as like, oh yeah, my dad used to wear it and do this silly dance and it's horrifying. And then you learn about a rape later and it's horrifying. And then he, he just makes it scarier and creepier as he goes. Um, and it, and you know, I'm, we're talking a little bit about the characters now. I'll go back to you, Jess. What do you think of these two characters? Um, so I think... Mark is just sane enough where Aaron just doesn't immediately drive home, but right. it like he just meets that boundary. Because um, yeah. yeah, he's just he's just on the tightrope right there. Because um, immediately, like he seems normal. Like, hey, okay, so this is my story. I have cancer, but I'm married and my kid, and, and I believed it honestly. I was like, all right, so this is gonna be this is gonna be good until his wife never showed up, and I was like all right, what's going on? And the first scene, you know, he takes his pants off and takes a bath. And I'm like, all right, maybe it's just weird. And then, like, you you get to see him kind of really spiral, which is really fun. Um, and I think Mark um, is probably the best person to play that, too. He was, he was really good. And I also really liked Aaron because Aaron just seems like, a really cool, chill guy. He probably wanted, like, an extra hundred bucks or whatever it was. But he never had, like, heights of emotion. He wasn't like, oh, my God, Aaron, what are you doing? Right. Or he wasn't like, I'm going to call the police. He was very, very chill and just wanted to quietly escape and pretend like this never happened, which is, I guess, good for this kind of movie. And But I, I still kind of wonder what happened if he was, like, if he really went off on him, that would have been kind of funny. <laughs> um, no, but the two are really, really... They do work really well together. Um, and I do have a question. What do you think the movie would be like if they switched, if Mark was Aaron and Aaron was Mark? Just the actors. Because I kind of wanted to see Aaron be a Mark. Interesting. I think because because Mark Duplass is Joseph, I think he's 
And this is after a while. I've seen Creep 2 as well, which is all, again, Joseph, who is not named Joseph in the next one. Spoiler for that one. Uh, it, he, him as the main character is a really good through line. Um, and I, I like... I like. His, I think his balance of creep and normal guy is perfect, and he's. You can tell he's also very smart, uh, even though he comes off as unhinged. Like, and you always. You're, I'm always wondering, like, what is it, like? Is he just 100% bullshit all the time, and he's just being a like a pretend guy all the time, or is he actually kind of unhinged? Like, I, I, I'm always trying to figure out his deal, and I think Aaron's much better as our straight man. Uh, I think he's a really good straight man. He makes decisions while not things that everyone would do. I don't think of him as like a dumb horror movie trope character i think a lot of the stuff he does does make sense he may not go as far as some of us were i know nicole is probably counting the number of times where she was like well i'm out of here at this point and i'm out of here at this point but but i still think he's not so dumb where it's like it's like ridiculous like don't go in that room like i think he makes enough sense um i think that the two are i, I never think about switching them i guess personally no nicole did you have a take I'll talk about it when, when it's I, your turn. <laughs> when ready. Anything else, Jess, on on uh, the two characters? No, I'm going to give them a four. I really liked um, interacting with them, and I liked the little snippet Angela had too, because that when the plot really just twists, and you're just like, "Yep, everything I thought was going to happen is happening right now." I have big questions for Angela because I mean, well, I think those are questions better asked in at the after we watch the second one. But um, uh, oh. uh, Nicole, what do you think of these characters? I like that we're doing this one and then that we're we're following it up because it's it really is an inquisitive movie because I want to know the backstory on this guy and I'm really glad that they decided to make a film that gives you a little bit of that it sounds like um I haven't thought about switching them either but I think it's because I think that the Joseph character is so good as the actor that plays it you know that I can't see the other guy doing such a good job he kind of annoyed me a little bit um and i think that his lack of nervousness kind of pissed me off which is crazy because i wouldn't really feel that way otherwise but you know when when they're sitting there at the um at the restaurant and he tells him the girl like this grotesque story about what happened with his wife and the mask and it I know he's phased, but I wish he would say something to the to Joseph. Just I, instead of be like, "Oh yeah, it's cool. It's not fucking cool. <laughs> it's weird, you know." <laughs> and you know, just the the, the goings on of the day is really bizarre. I would have I would have had to set some rules if I'm going to go show up to someone's house for eight hours and say, "Okay, you're going to film me." There's got to be like some some stuff set up with each other like okay we're only gonna do this and this and this and we're only you have to talk about your son because you're really not doing that a lot <laughs> he's really kind of steering away from that joseph um, kind of sets his own boundaries in the beginning where he's like i'm going on a deep emotional journey with you and i need you to be prepared for that and he's like and, and then suppose, aaron's like I, i'm like okay i'll do it and he's like you sure I thought you were going to run away. Um, okay, well, I guess we'll start start it off. And then he just starts taking his clothes off and gets to the tub. I like, suppose, He yeah, kind of gives little right. warnings. Like, he's always testing him as, like, a subject almost. But, um, yeah, I think it's just a different type. And, you know, we learn at the very end this may not be his only dealing with someone like Aaron. There, there could <laughs> be. I think it's implied there are others. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, Aaron is not my favorite character. I think he was a little bit boring. 
But at the same time, you could say he was a good victim because he kind of just fell into place for what this guy wanted. But um, Did you like I him mean, more in the second half of the movie where Aaron's at his house? It's like his own house and like you and he talks into the camera himself. Yeah, I did like that better. I liked I liked his dialogue when he's laying in bed and, um, you know, re evaluating everything and has these nightmares. I like that part a lot better than him just going with the flow of creepy man in woods. I would be like, sorry, I, I can't go out here. I don't know how to get back type mm-hmm. of thing. Like he didn't say anything. Um, so, yeah, I, I like that he understood there was a, this guy's fucking insane and now he has to kind of prepare himself for it. So I did like that better. Um, but altogether, I, I'm, I'm going to stick with, a. Uh, oh goodness gracious. Um, Joseph gets a, a higher rating for me than Aaron, which I have to put it at a three just to balance them out. Um, mm. because they, they were both necessary, but I could have, we could have done this with anybody as Aaron's character and it would have been just as good because of Joseph's character. I think, um, I, I get your point in that, in that, uh, Aaron is a less, he's a very quiet character, especially in comparison. I think that's a right choice to introduce Joseph so that Joseph can suck up all the oxygen in the room and be, and be what the movie needs, which is, you know, friendly enough and then really creepy and then completely unhinged. And then like, you know, just bouncing all over the place while all, while all seeming like he kind of has a whole plan behind his, behind the scenes himself. And watching this again after seeing the second one and the first one before, like it's a, it's definitely a, you pick up more things this time around. Well, that is actually one thing that I, I did mention before this, that I was excited about him is he, concocts his own plan to try to escape this craziness right. and you know tries tries to drug him um so i'm, I'm glad i am glad to see that it, the character's not a complete dope and actually you know tries to get himself out of a out of a sticky situation yeah but. this is why i like aaron as a character as well because um and the way he approached it is very much like a cameraman for a document documentary uh, would do. He doesn't want to interact with his subject too much. Uh, he isn't he isn't a boisterous personality. He seems like just a shy, quiet kind of guy uh, who probably needs the money. You mean he's not Joseph's best friend? Oh, Joseph would have you believe that. Even <laughs> even at the end, he seems to really love that. Really love Aaron, and uh, I can't wait for you guys to watch the second one. There's so much more to talk about uh, about Joseph, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joseph's such a great character, and I think Aaron is an effective foil. I, and yeah, we've already kind of talked about, it. he's not a complete idiot. He does try to drug, uh, Joseph, uh, Joseph. He tackles Joseph at one point when Joseph puts on, uh, puts on old peach fuzz there and gets in his, uh, his, I don't know, his, his dance rape stance. Um, he, you know, he puts up a fight. He, he calls the police. He, he turns all the lights on in the house when he hears noises. Like he, he, he takes active measures. Um, he doesn't do enough. And his, his want for Joseph to just be a troubled guy and not even, evil uh uh proves what what a what a good and somewhat naive man at heart he is and it is ultimately tragic for him um great great two characters i'm at a four or five only because i know what's coming in the next one is uh uh the visual and sound of this movie um you know it's a found footage movie but they have some techniques uh, uh nicole what do you think um one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when joseph gets overwhelmed because Aaron is trying to leave. This is post drugging and, and Aaron obviously knows what's going on now after he got the phone call. Mm -hmm. So we see, um, 
we see Joseph at the door with the with the peach fuzz mask on, and I can't remember the first line, but he says something like, "Are you okay?" And he shakes his head, "No." And then he goes, are you just trying to scare me? And then he nods his head, yes. <laughs> and that is so fucking scary. Ooh! I feel like he's standing behind me right now. I'm getting like to slip behind my back because that is a, that is a terrifying look. You know, it, it's just, you know, that guy's fucking insane. And in, you know his motive right there. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, now I'm stuck here. Um, feel bad for Aaron right there because that's a, that's a creepy moment. Um, so I, I like that scene a lot. The, the found footage aspect of it uh, could have been worse. You know, it didn't feel shaky and blurry and all that stupid shit that they try to do. I don't appreciate that. This one, they just, they just made it scene after scene after scene. I, I, there's not really any music or anything in it either to talk about. Um, the one thing that pissed me off, though, was when when Aaron stood in the middle of his living room. I know Brennan and I were talking about it. but We debated on the strategy of that of that scene, yeah. <laughs> but he's standing in the middle of his living room and then he decides to go outside and follow the sound that kind of stuff really makes me mad because i know for a fact i am just standing in the corner and calling the cops well, I, know. Like, I am not <laughs> the number of times chasing you sounds. and i've been sitting here and you hear a noise in the other room and you're like go check just go check i'm like you're, and yeah, I'm like, you go check, not I'm me. like, no, I'm like, you're kidding, right? Because like, it is a set. Like, I'm like, there's just no way. I don't. But we live on the sixth floor of an apartment building in the furthest building away from the main road. I don't. I don't believe there's anyone in here. Like, and you're like, just just go it check. Doesn't matter. I guess because you're more it's skittish. The peace of mind. Okay. Well, I, it's a peace of mind. I would never yeah, get up and check. A pe- it is a peace of mind. Well, even when he's. When he's standing, excuse me, when he's sleeping and he's, he turns on the camera to talk and then you hear the, like a, or something, it's like a, it's a human sound. Yeah, that was weird. But I still wouldn't get up. Yeah. I I, I heard this sound. Oh, get get the fuck out of here. When I lived alone, I would never get, I would get up for nothing. Like, not like, it would have to be like, I would have to hear like real clear like door opens closes and people start talking like i I think you're the you're the minority in this i don't really think that more people would go check it out i grew up in a house that didn't have locked doors was a raccoon in your house or something i don't know we thought it was (laughs) raccoons It yeah. depends how scary the noise is. If I'm even too scared to check it out, I might just like be in the, <laughs> just let it the go. corner. Of, no, not let it. I would not let it go. But I'd be in the corner of my room, clutching my phone. Nine one one already dialed. Like one more noise, and I'm clicking the button. Kind of thing. Yeah. You guys are paranoid. I don't know, uh, listeners. Let let, so let us know. So you're standing in the middle of your house, in the middle of the room where anything could come up behind you and swipe you, is the dumbest move. He did ever. turn on all the lights, though. You did say that earlier. You're like, why did he turn all the I lights did. on? And then he does turn all the lights on. So. <laughs> but uh anyway i uh i like the ending too i like the i like that they chose to use the camera in the car as our vantage point for what happens i thought that was pretty neat and then i like what happens immediately after that where we see that it was another tape recording and joseph is laying in the guy's bed <laughs> it's pretty great uh so I'll, I'll give it a four for this what do you think jess so the one thing that pissed me off when i just like, started watching the movie, and I'm like, I don't know if I can go through all of it, is the quality of the movie. And I know it's supposed to look like a home film, but this is 2014. Like, it's no one has a camcorder. He's using his iPhone. I think they could have make <laughs> made it look more like a home film if it was, like, maybe more shaky or maybe, like, like that rather than the quality being bad. I don't know. You thought That's the quality of the, of the picture was bad? 
Yeah, like it made it look like it was done from like a camcorder. I feel like, like it was, was kind of like, like grainy and stuff. It and was I mean, a little I grainy. I got used to it, like watching it, but I think it could have been clearer. Um, I don't know what I don't know what level I don't remember what level of like smartphones were out in 2014. This could have been, you know, you look at some old old pictures on Facebook or something from 2014. It's not always the best quality. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's something that stood out to me. Um, mm. Other than that, I guess there's a few good scenes to talk about. I think the one I remember most is when. Aaron is sleeping by the fireplace, like he's just knocked out. Um, I'm sorry, not Aaron, Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, yeah, Joseph is just sleeping by the fireplace because Aaron kind of drugged him and um, just forced him to drink a bunch of whiskey. And so Aaron's looking for his keys in his pocket, and he's really trying to unzip his hoodie to get the keys out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was funny. I don't know. I don't think there's... Obviously, this isn't a movie for the visuals, so there's not really a lot to rave about. I think just funny scenes that you just think about are over in your head. Like, we're in, they're in the woods, and Aaron's like, do you know how to get back to the car? Like, I have no idea where we are. And Joseph's like, who cares about the past? Folks on the future. Let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it's Nicole like, yeah, but we're lost. <laughs> yeah, so that's when Nicole would have, like, thrown the phone on the ground and being like... Yeah. <laughs> Contract's over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nicole said as soon as he pulls, she pulls up to the house and he bangs on the window to greet to greet her, she would have just driven away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I would have been like, okay, this guy's a jokester. And then when I get out of the car and he goes, you're going to get used to this and hugs him. And then I was like, okay, we're kind of done here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's good. And I do like the scenes where in, um, Aaron was in bed and he turned on the camcorder or his phone and just recorded himself because... Why is he doing that? Is it he plans to make a movie of on his own of his experience? I think he's just like it's just like a videographer. Like he's just someone who takes, uh, you know, who takes like think of all the people who do like you know YouTube, TikTok, that kind of shit. Now, like, like he's just that you know in 2014, he he documents he's documenting his journey with this because it's you know it's interesting and possibly for evidence later. (laughs) Um, That's true. Yeah, I, I think there's. I think he's because he's the kind of person who you know records things. You have an interest in recording, you know, stuff, and when it's when it's something like this, it's uh, it's notable. Oh, definitely notable. Um, I'm thinking I'm just gonna end with a three, just because it's not the kind of movie where there are a ton of visuals. But I mean, they did a good job with having some good um, scenes here that make you remember the good parts of this movie. Yeah, the uh, the the way some of my favorite scenes, like video, like like using the camera wise, uh, I love right after their little scuffle, uh, after the, the the peach fuzz dance, and he tackles him. We cut to uh, Joseph dragging large trash bags in the woods, and he starts digging a hole. And you're like, because we don't know what happened. We're like, oh, okay, he, he got him. Like, and now what? What now? What's the movie gonna be? And then the, the, it pauses, and it pans back out, and it's Aaron. And he's like, so he just sent me this video a couple <laughs> days ago, and I'm just like, oh, that's such a clever way to do that, because like you think, you know, you think he he won the fight, but then you learn, and then he explains, he's like, I we had a scuffle, he ran away, I had to get my car towed, it was a whole piece thing, and it was terrible. Um, and then you know, the, yeah, the stuff in the house in the second half of the movie, I think there's a lot of creative stuff where we see you know joseph in the background somewhere or like we we see something move and it's clearly him but we you know, our lead guy doesn't see it um 
yeah, and the way that's shot at the end, the final, the fi- the the in the car at the lake. I think all of that is good choices. And then our very final twist when we see Joseph has his own his own recording uh, part of this. So I think for for a found footage movie, it's it's quite creative. Um, doesn't uh, it doesn't rest on its on its uh, on its ease of just being a found footage movie and being like, oh, we can make it shaky and look crappy and it doesn't really matter. And I think I, I think they took a lot of a, t- a lot of effort to make it cinematic, uh, despite its style. So uh I'm gonna give it like a three five. It's very it's very it's 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 good. Um with some standout scenes uh that are that are smart. Uh the end of this movie is very interesting. So after the encounter in the first half, uh we've you know Joseph slowly stalking Aaron more and more in the second half, sending him discs, sending him uh baby wool and knives, uh, a, lock heart locket, a heart locket, a heart locket, which uh, is is important uh, in not just this one, but uh, maybe in the future as well. Um, and it, it all culminates with with uh, Joseph being like, "I'm really sorry. I just I feel like I want to come clean. I want to start fresh. Uh, please meet me at this lake. It's open. It's in the middle of the day. Uh, completely public. Like just, you know, you don't have to worry about anything. Just come and meet me and, and we can sort this out. And Aaron's kind of, he's like, just so done, but like, he's like, all right. Um, and then he go, he goes, he's like, fine. I, if this will end this, cause the cops won't help because doesn't know his last name. Doesn't know where he really lives. Doesn't, you know, he has vague threats, but nothing enough to act on. Cause you know, that, and that's kind of a common, not just trope, but in real life, cops really can't do anything until something's happened, unfortunately. Uh, so the end of the movie, he, he goes and he's like, uh, all right, I'm here at the lake. Uh, I just got my record. I'm recording. I have my phone spent the speed dial 911 and I'm going to go out and meet him at that bench that he said to meet him at. Um, good little detail, a chainsaw revs up and he looks behind him, kind of freaked out and it's not, it's not, um, Joseph. One of the chances. Well, I have theories on that later, um, but I I think he might have started it up and kind of left it there or maybe someone else started it up. Maybe he's not acting alone, but we'll see. Um, and, uh, so he looks back and then he he looks, you know, it's, it's nothing. And he looks back forward and we see, uh, Joseph there, he sneaks up behind him, throws on that old peach fuzz max and with a large ax, whacks him right in the head, just clean yeah, over the head solid hit. Yeah. You, you were like, oh my God, if this ends where it cuts right before it hits his head and that's the end of the movie, I would be so pissed. And I'm sitting there like thank god that's not what happens because i don't want you to be pissed at this movie um so yeah he he takes out he takes out poor aaron uh, and then we cut back to joseph who uh is given a little ending monologue to his own recording device because now he has all of the tapes that uh, aaron took he's kind of put them together into his own little movie project and he's talking about how he really admires aaron he really loves him he's one of his fa- and, and that's why he will always be his favorite and then uh, after he does one last share to the ca- uh, scare to the camera, we hear him on the phone talking about a very similar Craigslist ad to another person uh, opening a closet door full of VHS tapes and DVDs and various recording uh, audio records with just in Sharpie different names written on it. Uh, and he puts all Aaron's boys names, name. I think. I think there's some women names in there too. I can't. Oh, is rem- there? I can't remember. Um, Okay, yeah, I can't remember if specifically if there are, but he puts it uh, among his collection, closes the door, and then uh, that's the end of Creep, at least this one. So, uh, whose turn is I think it's Jess's turn. Jess, Residence in a Feel of Creep, what do you think? I did not see Aaron dying at the end. I thought he was going to make it out alive, and it was just going to end some other way. 
It, that was a total surprise to me. I don't know if you guys saw it coming, but I thought I didn't think this guy would really outsmart Aaron um, in that way. And mm-hmm. I just thought he was just, you know, this crazy clingy guy. He just wanted attention. Um, I didn't, really didn't think he was out to kill anyone. So that that was um, a huge surprise. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I thought Aaron was going to just, like, do some crazy, <laughs> stupid magic trick and then be like, it's like, just kidding, you are my best friend or something like that. <laughs> You're just like Aaron. You want so you want so badly to Joseph to be not a horrible, evil serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, when he showed the closet full of all that tape, I'm like, I have so many questions, but first I want to ask Angela, and of course we have, the only thing we know about Angela is like that 30 minute, I'm sorry, 30 second conversation they had. Um, yeah, who even knows who she is? Yeah, exactly. She was very, she was very mysterious as well on the phone. She was, she's yeah. kind of like, um, just tell me where you are and I'll come get you, and that guy's dangerous. Sounds like an accomplice a little bit, doesn't it? The, uh, oh the, the phone call that happened was also very opportune, if you notice. It was right when he was ba- reaching for his other pocket with the yeah. keys in it. Ew, you're so. freaking me out. I feel like the fucking peach fuzz is behind I think, me. <laughs> I, think, I think Angela is a conversation for after Creep 2, um... I'm not giving anything away in Creep 2. It's what happens in there. But I have questions because there is supposed to be a third one. There's supposed to be a Creep 3. So, uh, anyway. uh, Yeah. I'll I'll try to save this all for Creep 2 because there's a whole... Creep 2 has a lot happens in it. Uh, A whole lot. A whole lot of revelations. And even more questions. Because uh, when I was thinking about Creep 2, I'm like, okay, this is probably just going to be Joseph with another killer. I, when it happens like that, no. I feel like the original is just always the best one, and like they try to do it again to make some money, but it's always like the original that's better. So now right. that you're kind of making it seem like it's like a total element, just completely different, I'm really curious what Creep Two is about now. I'm I'm excited to do Creep Two because I had the same concerns going in. I'm like, oh, you just it's like Paranormal Activity Four or whatever. It's just the same thing with a new family over and over. Yeah, and they have one through line that kind of. No, I I, I mean I'll, I'll tip my hand a little bit now. I think Creep Two is actually a better movie, um, an okay. even better movie oh. than this, and uh, makes this one better. And uh, I am couldn't be more hyped for Creep Three, whatever whatever that's going to be. But um, yeah, Creep Two has a totally different approach, and you know it in the first five minutes, and it's um. It's another impressive. It's another impressive uh, found footage movie. But we will we'll get to that next week. Any any other closing thoughts on on Creep, Jess? No, just that I was completely surprised by it. Um, so obviously that's going to resonate with me. But I think I'm just going to give it a three five. What do you think, Nicole? Um, I know that when we were discussing it while we were watching it, is it true you said that these two gentlemen worked on this film together? Yes, Mark Duplass and Patrick Bryce came up with the idea together. They both co-wrote it, uh, and Patrick Bryce is the director, the guy who plays Aaron. Um, they uh, they've been working on this for a long time. They uh, Bryce directs the second one, and they're both working on a third one. They just want it to be you know of the same quality of the first two. So these two work pretty, together. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, they're um, a great team. Yeah, I uh, I was very impressed honestly i didn't know what this was either going into it i didn't know this was a found footage film i didn't know what that meant because obviously if you've seen this one and other ones they all have their own spin on what they call found footage um you know like blair witch and and paranormal activity 
could quite literally take found footage. You know, we saw this happen on our camera or we found mm-hmm. recordings in, and we're now we're trying to decipher it. No, this is someone was filming and he was there to experience it firsthand. So um, I like the approach. Um, I am very intrigued to see the second one. I want to know what all these little sprinkling of, of clues is, you know, and I would like to see how they implement that into the second one. So that, that's really, uh, you know, uh, makes for a great movie. Um, so I'm going to give it a four for my, for my overall feeling. Um, and this is kind of like, kind of similar to the characters. It's influenced on my knowledge in the future. Uh, creep is a five resins and feel from, for me. I, wow. I, I saw creep and creep two for the first time earlier this year, just kind of on a whim, just like, ah, it's short. It's, it's, it it was like 1am and I was like, I just need a short movie. I don't want to go to bed yet. And I watched the first creep and I immediately watched the second creep right after. Cause I'm like, well, I gotta, and then, cause I looked up the, I was like, this one is like an 89% rotten tomatoes and like high scores for us. I'm like, all right, what's creep two have? Is it like a just trashy remake and it's not any value or is it actually, you know, of the same quality. And then I looked up that one and that one has like a, like a 90 something percent oh like it was gosh. higher than the original i'm like holy shit this is gonna be great and then i watch it and in literally in the first five minutes i'm like oh my god i guess i'm staying up till three tonight because this is going to be all of amazing i hope i'm not building creep two up too much you really are I-, I feel like half of this podcast is <laughs> you talking about gosh i can't wait for you guys to watch creep two it's gonna be great <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i was really i want to know what our who the the the, the- person that suggested this i would like to know if they like creep or creep 2 better or the same as you are describing it yeah our listener suggested creep i uh, he's got a long list i don't i can't remember if he had creep 2 on there but as soon as i saw creep was on there i'm like oh perfect an excuse for me to make them watch creep 2 because <laughs> i think creep, you can't like you can't watch creep 2 without the first one you have to watch the first one and thankfully it's also a good movie um but Gosh, I, I can't really I'm, amping this up <laughs> You're right. I'm not. I'm I gotta watch stop. it when I, we get off of the, doing this podcast. Yeah, I'm like I should just watch I, it right I, now, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I would love to. Um, I, I don't want to amp it up anymore because I don't. Just in case you guys don't like it, I don't want it to, to egg on my face. But um, uh, th- this is a great uh, found footage movie. It's the best I've seen of the genre, and it's not particularly cro- close because. I'll say one more time, uh, not my genre except for this because this is just uh, it's it takes every part of what the genre could be and maximizes it to its potential. Um, and it's, uh, it create, it doesn't exceed its grasp. It lays great groundwork. The storytelling and the characters are great and, and limited, but it, it's all plausible. It doesn't ever feel like ridiculous and over the top. It all feels like it happens in a, in a re- in the real world. Um, it's just really effective. It's a really effective little 77 minute movie that probably cost a couple, like, like for 50 grand, hundred grand to make something like that. Like it's great. It's a great little piece. You know, of I like that length. I was to say, I worried about it because it's found footage. But I was like, but just just is horror, and Nicole likes short, so this will this could this could go over okay. And I'm glad you guys are receptive to it. Um, so we're at the end here. I think it's pretty obvious. But Nicole, would you recommend Creep? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll take it, Jess. <laughs> so it's funny before um, being on the podcast. So- I was thinking, I don't know if I'm going to recommend it. Like, I liked it. I got through it. It was fun. But I don't know of anyone I'd be like, hey, you got to watch this movie. Or be like, you would think this is great. Or like, this is good for a date night. Or watch this with your 
like your best friend or your mom or something. Um, but after talking it over with you guys, I think I'm going to go on board and go ahead and recommend it. Yeah, There's, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. But it's not anything I would text my friends afterwards and be like, hey, you should really watch this movie. But maybe now after Creep 2, I'm going to do that. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I've never been more nervous for the next show because I really hope you guys like it. It's it's. <laughs> I don't. I can't talk about it anymore. Um, okay, well, we got two recommends for Creep, and obviously, I'm the champion of this series. I love Creep and Creep too, so I'm recommending Creep. That's three recommends for Creep, uh, and uh, hopefully, you guys are listening to this uh, once this come out. I think on Thursday, so it'll be next Monday. Creep two will be coming out. Sorry to make you wait, but go watch it immediately right now. If you had any enjoyment in Creep, you will probably enjoy Creep too. I got to imagine so. Uh, and after that, we have August Osage County, and then once again, schedule opens back up. We don't have anything planned after that, so please keep sending your suggestions. We will keep taking them. We will keep doing them because uh, in our states that we live in, uh, the stay-at-home order has been extended, which I'm sure means many movie theaters will continue to be closed, which means we will be staying on streaming probably. services. Yeah, we. Don't say that. Don't say movie. Movie theaters is. I don't like going anywhere ever. And movie theaters is like the one place I want to go. Like because I could still be alone in a dark room. Um, so you know. <laughs> you're not uh, your creep. Yeah, you are the creep. <laughs> You see why I I, uh, sympathize with this main character so much. Uh, If you guys have any recommendations to us, though, several ways to reach out to us, and this is is them. Uh, Films with the women in my life on Facebook. Uh, You can reach out to me individually on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host. Mama K, our other host, she runs our Twitter account. That is at filmswomenpod. And as always, if you don't have social media, you can still email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thank you guys for being on Creep. Thank you for liking Creep. I'm very, yeah. very. I was not sure, but I'm very happy that uh, you guys got some got some value out of it. I'm ready to go watch the second one. I know. I Let's think I kind of have to watch it right now. Let's do it. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Until next time. This is Brennan signing off. Saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.